I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary ideas. And this is part two of A Sufi in the Hot Tub. In part one, my friend Anne and I met a Sufi in the hot tub of the local Y, a strange but wonderful place for a spiritual encounter. Jim, our new Sufi friend, invited us to join him and his wife at their house for a Sufi meditation evening. Amazing. We didn't have to travel halfway around the world to Turkey or the North African desert to get a personal invitation to experience this mystical sect of Islam, made famous by the prolific 13th and 14th century poets Rumi and Hafez. We just had to make it to Bayview Street. But Anne and I never did go to the meditation at Jim and Sharon's house. First I got sick and didn't want to share my germs with my new Sufi friends. And then Jim and his wife had an extended visit from their daughter, who at the time was living in Tokyo. Basically, things just fell apart. We all got busy with our lives. Or, looking back on it, was the universe just telling me I wasn't quite ready for this experience? Fast forward one year. Someone sends me an email with a quote at the end. Honestly, I can't even remember the quote. But it was so compelling that I googled the author and ordered a book by him. I've never done this before. I knew nothing about the author. But I figured for $3.58 and free postage, why not take a chance? When the book arrived, I read the title, Love is a Fire. But it was the subtitle that stopped me in my tracks. The Sufi's Mystical Journey Home. I started to read and read and read. Everything clicked. It was time to call Jim and go to the Sufi meditation at his house. But I still didn't make the call. Why? Who knows? Now what I'm about to tell you is really weird, but it's happened to me before with books. One day I was in the local Goodwill store. I don't usually go through the book section. Heaven knows I already have too many books. But this particular day, it was crowded, so I had to walk by one of those giant laundry carts full of books. Must have been at least 200 of them. And what was that bright yellow book sitting face up on the top of the pile? The Gift, Poems by Hafez, the Great Sufi Master. Okay, universe, I get it. Buy the book and call Jim. Anne and I finally did go to Jim's Sufi meditation. It was lovely. Jim and Sharon loaned us copies of the Sufi journal, which was filled with magnificent art and poetry. I finished reading Love is a Fire, and I will probably read the poems of Hafez and Rumi over and over forever. The more I learn about the Sufis, the more the Sufi art and poetry make me feel like I'm coming home. One Sufi journal article talked about Quakers and another mentioned Vipassana meditation. Another talked about dreams and Jungian psychology. I've spent my entire life venturing among these subjects. Are Sufis, Quakers, Vipassana meditators, and Jungian psychologists really kissing cousins? I'm beginning to think so. When Quakers talk about that of God in everyone, doesn't that sound a lot like Hafez who says, God masquerades as us?
I'm beginning to feel comfortable with my hybrid self. After all, I go to Quaker meeting, I'm a Vipassana meditator, and I pay attention to my dreams and read Jungian psychology. And my heart lies in the arms of the beloved, surrounded by Sufi art and poetry. And how can this get any better? For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening. Thank you.